Hi, I'm Jennifer Janish, owner of Adored Salon and Adored Signature Hand-Tied Hair Extensions. I'm obsessed with curly hair. I cut it, style it, and extend it, and this podcast is all about my curly girl obsessions that stretch far beyond just curly hair. Hey there, it's me, Jennifer Janish, with Curly Girl Obsessions. Today, I'm here talking with Chloe. She's one of my team members at the salon. So just a little bit of background about Chloe and I is I own Adored Salon and Adored Signature Hand Tied Hair Extensions, where we specialize in curly hair and curly hair extensions. We do straight hair extensions too, but mainly we love curly and that's the start of this podcast today. Yeah, We're going to talk about Chloe, how Chloe came to be part of the team and how Chloe's built her business in actually a pretty short amount of time for a new, newer stylist. Yeah. She's not new anymore, but she's yeah. gone fast been in it for a while. Yeah. And, um, so there, yeah. So Chloe, how did we meet? <laughs> well, I might be biased, but I think we have a pretty cool story of how we met. So goes way back to when I was in high school. Jennifer's son and I are actually the same age. So we went to the same school. We're from the same town, but I did not know Jennifer and I did not know her son. So <laughs> flash forward to my senior year of high school and I took a class that was essentially like the show Shark Tank. We got to create our own inventions. We were with a group of people. Long story short, I was one of two girls in the class and Jennifer was one of the mentors in the class of like one of the business mentors to teach us about running a business. And she would come in and tell us like how she runs the salon and just some like great business tactics that we can use in life. So Jennifer was not my mentor, but she remembered me because, like I said, one of two, two girls, girls and the rest of the class was all boys. All Which, boys. What you know what blows my mind too about that is like, why is that class only have two girls in it? Yeah, I don't know. Like because... it's a business startup class. How to like become an entrepreneur, how yeah. to create an invention or an idea and bring it to fruition and actually get investors to invest yeah. in your product like I like are all the girls still just taking cooking classes right <laughs> and out of every class I took in high school like that is was the one that actually helped me grow like even as a stylist like I know it didn't teach me hair skills but how to like grow market yourself yeah market myself social media everything like email lists everything behind the scenes it really taught me that now was before I even really knew I wanted to do curly hair and do anything like this. So anyways. But I kind of stalked you. Right? Like that Gen curly hair journey kind of. Yes. <laughs> so Jennifer set me up for that. So she would, I had no idea, but I was in beauty school and she was looking at my Instagram. And one day I got a text and she was like, can I add you to this Facebook group with all this curly extension info and all this? And I'm like, well, I guess I don't see why not. I'll look at it. And then a couple of weeks later, she was like, do you have a job? And I'm like, well, I, I serve pizzas down the street if that's what you're asking, but I do not work in a salon. She's like, well, do you want to? You can be a shampoo girl. And I'm like, well, I don't just really want to be a shampoo girl. If, if you're telling me I can work in your salon, I will be there. And three and a half years later, I'm still here. So that is 
how I got here and met Jennifer all kind of by accident and by chance I kind of fell into this but I'm so glad I did because I could not picture myself doing anything else and as you can see I do not have the world's curliest hair by any <laughs> means so but you do wear extensions I do I do wear the curly extensions love them been wearing them for two years now so I'm so happy I'm I got into the curls and all the wonderful things so, so I here. and as far as hiring Chloe goes too um I am definitely one of those people who I like to have people in my salon that I know for at least some kind of background knowledge on them. I'm probably not the best at hiring. Like I don't have this amazing track record. That's why I'm, and when I say that, like we've been through it in the salon, like every salon, there's always some kind of salon something happening, right? And so I decided that in order to hire someone to work here, I needed to know them. I needed to have a background on them. And Chloe in the class was definitely a go-getter. She was taking care of business, getting things done. And it was so funny because my I mentored in that class for two years with my own group. Each year, it was a different group. And each year, I had four boys and one would be sleeping on the table or they'd be talking about their weekend. Like there was no focus. And I was like, this class is like an elevated yeah. class. How are these kids getting in the here if they're sleeping on the desk? Like this, you should have to have a certain GPA to get in there or maybe do a video vlog interview of why you want to yeah. get in there and why it's important because of course there's limited spots and the class also required a big grant from the city. yeah like it just wasn't it was the room was cool it was set up like a typical I don't even know what you would call that like there was tv monitors was everywhere so cool. big couches in the middle for the kids conference room mm -hmm. like everything they needed was at their fingertips and so I kind of feel like the school should be a little bit more picky because I had, out of the two years, there was one kid in one group that was motivated and driven to get his project done. And he did all the work for all the other kids. The other group, it just got to the point where you're like, they're just going to fail. Um, there's right? nothing yeah. else I can do. I can give you my suggestions. I can tell you everything until I'm blue in the face. But if you're not going to you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. None of them were drinking mm -hmm. anything other than eating the shit in the background. I mean, they were just terrible. They yeah, were horrendous. totally asleep and <laughs> not into it. So when I saw Chloe in her group, filling it, and you guys had an awesome idea. It was an app for the mall. Yeah. It was basically like kind of what we have now just due to like COVID and all that, like, oh, like, let's see what they have in stock, pick it out, pick the size, and then I'm just going to go pick it up in store. I'm not going to crazy that that didn't even exist. I wouldn't have been here right now. If, right. I should have marketed it before. All right. That was the idea before this. So what, what year was the class? 2018 and 19. It was probably because 2018 yes, I graduated, graduated and you, yeah, went to beauty school. She was in beauty school during COVID, which 
was then again crazy but more madness smart on chloe's part was she just halted the program and was like i'm not doing this online and then so lo and behold chloe goes through our training she finishes school goes through our training program and the salon like many salons after covid just kind of fell apart like everything that was true before COVID was no longer true now. We couldn't book like we wanted to. We couldn't, um, there, there was so many things. And being that we were in the state of Illinois, we were limited so strongly as to how many people we could have in the business. We had to wear masks forever, which some salons did, some salons didn't. There, there was just so much controversy and so many reasons why stylists left salons and went into their personal suites because they could do whatever they wanted but as a big well it's not even like we're a big salon but there's a lot of people that come in and out of here Mm -hmm. at the time prior to covid we had six service providers and then after covid four came back and then one left and moved out of state and one of the other went and opened up her own salon suite. And then that was left with me, Chloe and Jackie. And Chloe was just finishing her training program. And so I keep alluding to our training program. What it is, is for three months after beauty school or longer, depending on the personality, We have a book of things that they have to go through and accomplish, and it's all the services times four or five, and the girls have to complete the service, they have to do the consultation, they have to follow up with another experienced stylist to make sure that the color formula is correct or discuss whatever is happening with the cut, they have to take before and after photos, they have to create like an Instagram caption in this notebook about that client, just getting into the phase of learning the business and everything else that it entails these days from you need to not only do hair well, but you need to market yourself well, and you need to become familiar with Facebook and Instagram, and you have to be comfortable with putting your face out there. You have to be comfortable talking like you're the expert, even when you don't feel like you are. And so there's all these different things that play into the role of being a hairstylist. And thank goodness Chloe was outgoing because we also have it so that you would like shadow us for a month, right? Before you actually start into this book. And this girl had clients scheduled like three days in and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not I saw you once. I'm doing it. Come on. Like, I've got I'm to keep it forward. I'm yeah. moving forward. And she was, she was a rock star when it came to marketing herself, still is a rock star when it comes to marketing herself. If you don't follow her, you have to follow Curls by Chloe on Instagram and on Facebook. Yeah. It's the, the same, same thing. Yeah. So but you'll see her cute little face promoting herself all over. So here she has these clients booked and I'm supposed to be watching her and whatever. 
and doing my clients. And I'm thinking like, she's still supposed to be watching me all the while she's starting to get certified in extensions and doing that in her downtime because it takes practice, practice, practice. And then she starts doing services with me behind the chair. And the reason why I do that is number one, they not only do they watch me work, but then they have to work with me. And I think it increases your speed, right? It takes my speed down because I'm like, oh, I only have to foil half a head now and I got an hour and I could talk for days and I talk with my hands. So then it gives them time to move through the back of the head. And the reason why I put them on the back of the head is if something slides or slips, it's not as visible as if it would be in the front of the head and I can fix it, right? Mm -hmm. But it helps speed them up and kind of bring them to my level of how quick I'm used to working. Cause I've been doing hair for 32 years. I could foil someone's hair in my sleep. I could cut layers and do a blow. I, I like, it's just, it's in me, right? The muscle memory is there. There's, they say it takes 10,000 hours to become a master and I can't even compute in my brain how many hours I've been doing hair. But so they work with me to build up that speed, build up, build up that knowledge. And Chloe was like bringing in her own clients and she was getting shit done. Thank God, because then when you started, you were then was probably February. You did your blonding promotion. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. And I was, we did this blonding promotion because I always feel like as a hairstylist, if you know how to get hair blonde and you know, all the things you're going to deal with, you can deal with pretty much anything else that comes your way. So we ran this blonding promotion. It was so amazing. It was a hundred dollars for a full head of foils, a toner. Did it include it a, haircut? Haircut, a haircut and like, a blow up? It was, and Chloe was like, yeah, if I get, if I get like three of these, you know, I'll be fine. I'm like, are you three? What? No, you need to elevate that number. Like, I want you to have like 28. I want you to have like one a day. And sure enough, she had like three and four a day. So (laughs) it was no problem. Every, every situation with Chloe has spiraled into the shockwave of roller coasters, Mm -hmm. like super fast, super fast, super fine, super good. Well, then March 1st, the other service provider that was here with us decided she was moving to Wisconsin and everything with that happened really quickly. Her sister bought our house And she was off to Wisconsin. She was out of Illinois faster than you could say Illinois. And then two weeks after she left, our other service provider, Jackie, went on maternity leave. And you're looking at the two that were left to take care of. It was like a four-person clientele because of the other people who had left and their Mm -hmm. clients stayed. And then you had Jackie's clients, my clients, and then the other stylist who moved out of state, like her clients weren't going with her. So they were here. And I was just like, Chloe, you have totally groomed yourself and everything I have given to you for this time, because we're about to work like 70 hours a week just to maintain this salon, like, and keep the clients happy and have a business because you know, there's stages as a salon owner that you go through where 
you're working to build the business and then you're working on the business and then you're not really working on the business you're or you're not working in the business as much you're working on the business and then times call you back even if you don't want to where you have to work back on your business and I have four kids at home and a husband and I was like how the hell am I going to do this but together we did it and you were you certified yet in the extensions fresh like fresh certified yeah like a day a day thank god yeah thank god because chloe went through the nightmare certification with that too yeah that was that was like (laughs) pulling teeth to get certified this was was wrong but that was good because then you know and she had to just start up right next to me and i had to have faith like talk about testing your faith um i had to believe that chloe was gonna be good not even good great at this skill set of learning the extensions and being able to stitch them with me because what we do is we each bead half the head and then we stitch the hair half the way and then finishing together like if they would need a cut or something i would do that styling sometimes if they had a ton of hair Chloe and I would do it together but there again like it was it was hardcore and fast Chloe got the best training that anybody could have yeah ever asked for she got the best of me yeah and the worst of me because I probably gave her looks like what's going on over there what's I I need you over here what are you doing (laughs) over here mix this do this but we had our flow and we did well and honestly we carried the salon through that time and it was a really rough time and I mean I don't know how did like coming from your eyes during that time I felt like I was like I don't even know how to explain it I was functioning and I was here so much. I felt like my family was just like, we were passerbys in the night. I felt like I was this horrendous person because all I was doing was working and I wasn't thinking about anything else. But there again, I don't even think you could go anywhere around here either. No. Like restaurants weren't open. Stuff. It was a damn nightmare. But like, how did it feel for you? I thought it was like so awesome for me being fresh out of beauty school. I was like, oh, well. let's do it like just knowing like because I it was pretty new for me it was probably like eight months out of beauty school like being graduated done like probably a couple months even post my training program here so I just felt so like important and so awesome that I was like trusted I was like (laughs) it must be doing something right but it was insane like I feel like a lot of it's like just pushed out because so much happened that it's like I would go home and be like, I don't even, I don't even know what I did today because I've done so much like between extensions, foils, everything. And half the stuff I would do for the first time with you. Like I remember learning Brazilian blowouts and you're like, do it. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, how do, how many passes do I do? You're like, seven, go. Do it. Yeah. Don't stop. You're, if you stop, you're going to make a mark on the hair. Yeah. Like just, and I'll say too, for me, that I, um, I guess it's not that I have a hard time trusting people, but I had no 
choice but to trust you, right? Like I I would say like earlier on in my career, I was a psychotic control freak. And, you know, and I mean, I could run three and four clients at a time. I could just work like, I mean, honestly, I worked like a dog, like actually more like a mule. <laughs> yeah, I worked really hard. So I, I must have like, I, it, it just must have changed in my brain at that moment where I, and I probably wasn't like a control freak then either, because there was so many people that worked in here and you learn as an owner that you're going to do things one way. Another stylist is going to do things differently, whether you like it or not. Like it's there, they, every person is their own person. Every person has their ability to perform and succeed and it may not be the way that you would do it but if you want to have a team you have to be open and accepting to this fact that this is how it's going to go and with Chloe I'm I know that I just saw so much potential and I knew she was a go-getter because of the way she performed in her training and I was just like, okay, make it or break it. We have to get through this or there's not going to be a salon when Jackie's done with her maternity leave. <laughs> and that couldn't happen either because she was, I, gosh, she had to be so stressed out at home with that baby. Just knowing, you know, we were, well, maybe she wasn't stressed because she knows that I will go to the ends of the earth to maintain something that I've built. And the salon definitely is one of those things that's like so near and dear to my heart. I have worked so hard for 32 years to build a clientele. And then when it came time to open up the door salon, it was never that it was like my lifelong dream to own a salon. I honestly would tell Brad, Brad would be like, well, don't you want to own a salon? And I would say to him, I don't want to manage a bunch of hairdressers. We're legit crazy people. <laughs> And he would be like, well, then what's the end goal? And I'm like, well, I work really hard and I do really well. And I'm, you know, content with that. And what made me jump into the salon ownership was that I worked for so many bosses that were not grateful for their employees. I worked for so many bosses that were just bosses and not part of a team. Um, and they were greedy. Like we just were having a conversation this morning about vacations and how many salons that I worked at were like, no, you can't go on vacation because it's a month before Easter. Oh, you can't go on vacation because it's six weeks before Easter. And of course I'm alluding to spring break. My husband and I were high school sweethearts. His family always asked me to go on spring break. And I was like, well, the salon isn't letting me. I passed up so many vacations that would have been paid for <laughs> because my boss was like, no. And then as you get older, you understand that the reason why that that person was telling me no was because I was the 80% earner. I was the 20% that was earning 80% of the income within that salon. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, hell no, you're not leaving. You're not leaving like ever like 
ever. Maybe you can go on vacation February 20th to the right. 24th or something when the salon is dull and quiet. But other than that, it really and truly those salon days, which I do feel like are over because our generation, we did have that mentality passed down from our parents and then their parents, right? And that salon owner was two generations or more older than me. Well, actually she was like 40 years older than me at the time. And so then the work ethic was like, you take a week here and a week there and you go to Las Vegas or something. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, like your generation, I feel like you guys want to have more quality time off, work yeah. hard while you're there. And that also looks different than from what my work hard looked like when I was their age. And, you know, the, also the dynamics of the salon have changed. Like, do you remember how busy we were at night before COVID? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it now, crazy. now it's definitely turned into a daytime salon. Mm -hmm. Um, with clients that come in during the day, we do longer appointments too. That's, I just, in order to get these color processes done where like unicorns and glitter is flying off of people's heads, it does take a little bit longer to make that happen. And then because we specialize in curly hair, people come in with a ton of hair. And a lot of times we're explaining them what we're doing, how we're doing things, because they're so nervous a lot of times yeah. too. They're like, they've gotten so many bad haircuts. Haircuts, even colors too. I've had so many people been like, I've gotten highlights, but where are the highlights? And it's like, well, this is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. So I feel like half the time we're like telling them, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing things. Just to give people some comfort that not just throwing bleach on your head and been like, oh, this is our <laughs> technique. And then... Well, yeah, our consultation lasts a long time yeah. because you really get to the bottom, even though we have a client profile, the client profile, we've, we even have like sheets. Sometimes you have people fill out about their hair, about what they've had done to their hair in the past. Like we want to know, I want to know about your hair from birth. Like literally <laughs> I want to know it all. Leave nothing out. Yeah. It, it, and you know, some people are, will say, well, you make it really hard to get in and we're not trying to make it hard to get in. We're just trying to make your desired end result exactly what you want it to be because it takes a lot of questioning. Yeah. The days are gone. And this was in the beginning of my career, like a root touch up, level six, 20 volume, a few foils, and you either got a partial foil or a full foil. Now it's like, like I said, unicorns and glitter jumping off the head. Highlights, teasy lights, teased, teased root to create a lived-in look, different yeah. oiling patterns, a root smudge, a root melt, a mid-shaft toner to an end toner. Um, Olaplex is in there. That's another, that, yeah. I mean, just all the things that we'll do to make sure that the client gets the perfect end result. And then if we're talking extensions, it's a whole nother ball game. Like when we color extensions in here, my gosh, it's like two or three extra heads yeah. going on. And, but there again, too, we want to make sure that it is custom blended perfectly yeah. for the client's head. So 
we just take a lot of time and Chloe, she's a rock star in here. She, she's a by the book goal setting person. Um, what else? I, all that I would say is I feel like, like, like you said, I got the best not only from you, but from everyone. Like I got Jackie pre-kicks. I got yeah. <laughs> I got to see the salon in so many different angles. I've seen the salon pre-COVID when I wasn't a stylist and there were four other people in here. Like, and people who don't even work here anymore that I've even seen things, how they've worked. And I've seen just different sides of the salon. So I keep talking. Got to, I'm going to let her. Okay. So I have really got to see like the best parts. Like, and even as far as like the training program goes, I do feel like I got the best out of the training program because even though I was thrown in right away once Jackie went on maternity leave and all of our other stylists left due to various reasons, like, and I was the person who wanted to be doing it, even though I have only had so much training, I wanted to be in there. And I feel like that kind of alludes to kind of that saying like, do the most even when no one is watching because that is how I've gotten this far is by doing the most even if I don't think anyone is watching because that's how I got that this job is doing the most in that class and I didn't think anyone was watching but Jen was watching me and even like when everyone when Jackie went on maternity leave and everyone left like Jen didn't have to trust me but she paid attention when I didn't think anyone else was and she saw me busting my booty doing everyone else's clients and she's like all right she can hang so she, she can come and she can work with me. So I feel like a lot of it, yes, it's hard work and I did get the best of everyone, but like I, I worked super hard to get there, but I also had the benefit of being in a comfortable situation. Like I feel really like, and truly it was such a comfortable situation. Like even from like when I started, like I was, I would do a men's cut. I would do vivids. I will not do a vivid now. Like, <laughs> and I was comfortable enough to be like, Jen, I want to do perms. I want to do vivids. And Jen's like, okay. And then <laughs> once I was like, I did a couple and I'm, I came back. I was like, Jen, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I was comfortable enough to be like, I want to try this. I want to do this. Even though Jen doing her heart. All right, you're going to do this twice and hate this. But Jen allowed me to kind of try new things and figure out what I like and what I didn't like. And Jen never forced me to be like, well, you said you wanted to do vivids and perms. So come on, it's on your schedule. Let's go. You, you said it. Like, and I always felt comfortable enough to be like, well, I don't feel comfortable doing this. I don't feel like I can give these clients what they're looking for. And Jen's like, well, don't, like, you don't have to. So I feel like, yeah, that also was not ever anything that in any salon that I would have had the um, ability, like you just, there was just no saying like, I'm not doing men's cuts. I'm not, I'm not doing this coloring technique. I'm not doing this perm. Like I have the worst perm story ever about that. And it has created, I never did an, well, once I left that salon, I never did another perm is what it was. Um, but yeah, the client's hair was falling out in my hand. I'll never forget that. And I knew it shouldn't have been done. I said it shouldn't have been done. And they were like, oh, don't worry. I'll be right here with you. And then, <laughs> then it kind of came down on me <laughs> afterwards. But yeah, they, and so because I've been through those experiences, I feel like they're again, like all the reasons why 
I became a salon owner was to respect the stylist, to appreciate the stylist, and to guarantee a healthy and happy work environment, which I hope I do. Yeah. And, you know, that you would have the ability to use your voice to say, I don't want to do this, or I would rather do that. And instead of being unhappy. <laughs> yeah. And even like now, like I all the time will be like, all right, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing just so you can be like, okay, I have an, like another ear, just another voice of reason, like a second opinion, like all the time. And I feel like I'm so comfortable with Jen just be like, all right, what do you think I should do? Like, this is what I'm thinking, but what do you think? Like, mm-hmm. we're so, I'm so comfortable here with everyone. Like not only with Jen, with all the stylists, like, and I think that has just been such a benefit because I, I am, I'm pretty fresh still as a stylist. I've only been doing this like three and a half years altogether. So I do feel like I'm pretty far, but I feel like that alludes to being so comfortable here and having so many opportunities because Jen allows me to do what I want to do and pick well, what yeah, I want to do. And, and when I first started, you would have never admitted that something was a challenge or you would have never admitted, at least in the environment that I was in, that you were scared. No because the owner scared you, right? Just yeah. like walking in the door, you were like, Ooh, you know, what, what planet is she on today? What personality am I going to get? What, you know, are we all going to be in the bathroom crapping our brains out by noon because she's in a bad mood? Like these legit things that happened in there. Um, it just was, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. And so I'm glad that this environment is not like, <laughs> yeah, not, not even close. Like I'll text Jen, like three days before an appointment. I'm nervous, but I'll be like, Oh my gosh, I can't stop thinking about it. Jen's like, Oh, it's okay. Like Jen always like, even from like, like, like you said, like how you would be, you didn't have that relationship with your boss where it's like, Oh, well, I'm not going to tell her I'm nervous, but she's just going to be mad. I'm nervous. Right. Like she just wants the service done and the money in the drawer yeah that was it so not about that it's like we just want to feel like comfortable and like we like our jobs like that's where it's like we want everyone to be happy we want to feel comfortable so it's like we're just it's not even like we're like talking back and forth like oh my gosh what do we do it's like oh how are we gonna do this today yeah what are we gonna what are we doing to get this done today how to overcome the challenge versus being scared of the challenge so yes I feel like that's a good summary of the way things go in here so all right well this is a little blurb into Chloe she's going to be back on here again she'll be talking one day about things that other things that we do all the things we're just trying to get the start of this going so Chloe is one of the greatest team people that I have. I love her. She's always on point, always on with everything that she's got to do. Her follow through is amazing. And she's always up for the challenge. Even if I hear a week later, she was puking in the bathroom before. <laughs> right. I'm like, wait, I'm scared about this one. I'm scared about these highlights. I'm sweating. And that might contradict everything that we just said, but within reason, like she, I, I only find that out from 
Celia right telling me that Chloe was falling apart getting called out always the truth comes out but But everything gets now like it doesn't happen all the time right that comes from time yeah all right well thanks for listening in today and we'll see you next week bye see you bye